This podcast contains swearing and occasional disturbing content. I don't need to live in this physical realm. I walk around in the physical realm. In the spiritual world is where I live. I exist in places you never even dreamed of. Welcome to the High Strangers Podcast, episode 44. My name's Gav. My name's Sarah. We are your guides, your lights to the dark, slimy tunnel. Wow. Of weirdness <laughs> and strange things in the world. You like being in dark, slimy tunnels, don't you? Shh. <laughs> the world's listening, dear. Hello. I hope everybody is happy, enjoying life. The world is not too weird, but just weird enough to keep you amused and entertained. And that's all. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. Anything weird going on in your world? No. No more letters on the car? No, no more letters. No more stalking. No ghosty stuff going on. Around so, the house? Yeah, because sometimes I have little ghosty stuff going on here, and I? Little shadow. Yeah, because I saw a shadow Shadow one. person. Like, oh, weird, because no one's in that room, so I'm yeah. always in a shadow. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. It was happening quite a lot for a bit, but that's not happened for a while. So. No. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give a shout out to a listener? Mike McGee. Hello. Huh? Saw him the other day. First Aww. time in many years. So, uh, and he mentioned the show. So I said, cool. oh, no, I'll give you a little shout. Well, hello. Um, uh, thank you to also Dave. Yep. My uh, tattoo artist and buddy. Good yeah. friend, Dave, uh, if you're listening. He actually, this is a uh, listener suggestion because we did a shout out uh, probably about six months ago for listening suggestions. Yeah. We had a load of stuff. Which has been added to the list from all over the world. Yeah. All sorts, from serial killers to fancy tale type things like this. We don't, well, you know, if yeah. it's real or if it's not. It's a legend, know. isn't it? It is a legend or <laughs> legend, if you're confused <laughs> of what that is. If you're not the UK. Um, uh, yeah. So Dave came up with this idea. So you were like, well, have you seen Layer of the White Worm? Yes. It's a Ken Russell film. But I found out when I was doing the research, that was written by Bram Stoker. I think I knew that. Hmm. Okay. Because um, he wrote The Mummy as well, didn't he? Did he? Original Mummy story. Oh, okay. I feel, I feel like it. I feel like it. Huh? Um, okay. Shocking. Uh, yeah, that, so, so we watched a... Lair with the White Worm, didn't we? Which okay. is and amazing. That film's adapted from the Bram, Bram Stoker. Yeah, but right. obviously a Ken Russell style Yeah, yeah. So there's lots of boobage. Yeah, 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 totally. And it was quite an interesting film. I quite enjoyed it, actually. It had the whole sort of... Well, There's something going on out there in the local sort of town type thing. Kind of, yes, Stephen Kingy, I guess, sort of thing. I, I like the small town sort of scenario situation. Yeah, it was and just kind of like the farmhouse, wasn't it? It wasn't many people in it. And... It was very much like Rawhead Rex. Yeah. It fell. And, yeah. and going out there, then there's this big worm monster thing. Yeah. And they go out to kill it. Great, yeah. That lady's worshipping it, sacrificing the scout to the fucking giant worm god. Well, good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, very cool. um, So that's what we're covering today. Yeah. So what was this like for research? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty interesting, really, because I kind of knew a little bit about it already, but yeah, it was interesting. Okay, do you find it discover new things you've not known? Not really, no, but it's kind of, you know, it made me think, 
uh, was it real? You know, did it really happen? Mm. Obviously, in some capacity, it's probably not in the capacity of, of the legend itself that it happened. Mm. But like, if it did happen, you know, what could the worm have been? And also, I found uh, some other stories of worms from around that time, you know, in, in the UK, quite close to this. Really? So Yeah, so there's a couple of other UK giant worms. Is that the worst thing you could ever have, really? A giant worm? Yeah, but like, I, bit, like you're going to say, the, the old word worm, which is uh, W-Y-R-M, well. yeah, it can mean anything. Usually it's just uh, limbless or flightless, I think, is what it usually is. Creature. So, yeah, worms, dragons, serpents, snakes. Swinking up day, if you pull the wings off a fly, what do you then call it? Stand? Walk? Walk. walk. Call it a walk. Cool. Just just to know. Okay. I don't do that stuff. No, That's you better mean, not do either. Well, I don't particularly like flies, but yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go around being nasty to them. Just thinking. Just huh? popped in my head. <laughs> okay, I'm quite fascinated and interested by this. So this is. A do you know of... the story of it? No. No, you don't know. Okay. No, you, you briefly sort of said last time. Um, hmm. So this is more of a shorter episode because we've got a bit of a longer... Later. Yeah, next one chef. coming up is going to be quite a long one. So quite intense. At the end of the show. Yeah. Well, do you want to go for it? Yeah. Okay then. Well, let's go for it. So, the legend of the worm comes from the northeast of the UK in County Durham. The story is one of the most famous pieces of folklore from the area, and many plays and songs have been written about it. Uh, The word worm is from Old English, like we were saying, and can be ascribed to worms, snakes, eels, dragons and anything similar, and it generally means a limbless and flightless creature. The story of the worm, Lampton Worm, set apparently around AD 1200 to 1300, goes that one Sunday the rebellious John Lampton decided to go fishing rather than attending church. He went down to the River Weir but didn't catch anything for some time. When the church service had ended, John felt a tug on his line and he jumped up, ready to pull in his first catch of the day. Whatever was on the end of John's line put up an enormous fight and John struggled with it for a short time. Upon pulling it out of the river, he discovered it was a small eel or lamprey-like creature. Depending on which version of the story you hear, it was either the size of his thumb or up to three feet long. I love the fact that he was a rebel. Oh, not going to church. But I presume in that sort of era, that was really frowned upon. Yeah, definitely. Turn up at church. Yeah. So who was? So I know you're going to get to it, like how this story came about. He obviously must have been about to say this stuff. I was just wondering, though, something like that is like maybe the religious folk saying, like. You know, something yeah. happened to him. I bet it's a creature, and it's because he didn't go to church. Well, yeah, you know this mean? is it. It's reason, an, but obviously, it's him saying it. But well, this is another aspect of like the legend. You uh, know, whether it really happened or is it like a cautionary tale? Yeah, that's been made up for, for people, Christianity or, or organised religion. You know, kind of going. This is what happens if you don't go to church on Sunday. You know, you bring a curse down. Mm. Yeah, so, totally. yeah, it could well be ca- what, a cautionary tale as well, you know. That's what I thought straight away when mm. you said it. I was like, ah, do you know what I mean? I can see them all going, oh, it's the right to say that. Yeah. Because yeah, that would obviously be a monster from hell. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so he's, so he's out fishing. Yeah. Gets a... What's that? That's his little voice. And he and uh, pulls up and it's a big old... Well, that's what I'm saying. It depends on which version of the story that you hear. Okay. 
but it's it's uh, some stories say that it was the size of his thumb, and other stories say it's up to three feet long, and anything in between. What was he so saying? because there's so many different versions of the story throughout time, it's just changed. And yeah, changed it's just and been changed. You know, people have people oh, will change yeah. things to fit their own narrative, won't they? Sitting around the fire, you know, it's been changed for songs, plays, stories. You know, here's that goes on and says a story as well. Yeah, but he's just got a fishing line. So we've got to be, let's be practical here. So, a fishing line in the 1500s. Uh, what sort of well, line have you got? sticking a fucking, I don't know. Yeah, so the line's not probably going to be that strong. Well, I don't know. Maybe? I'll say I that I reckon they would use like intestines or something like that as a line. And they're used right. for, they, the or they were used for violins, weren't they? And stuff like that. So it must be pretty strong. So we're going with, he's got, possibly got a fairly strong line, but it's still probably, probably uh, quite But yeah, that's board. what I was going to say. I can imagine it would be a stick. He, actually physically mm. pull up yeah it's going to be what the maximum weight of a small to medium dog mm. I'm going with something like that let's go that would be the massivest thing that's pretty big <laughs> that can I see this lifting competition of you and I don't know who else but just waiting like what? Dogs. Yeah, dogs water. dogs on strings, small to medium sized, soaking wet dogs, Ooh, lifting them out of the river. Yet. See, they've got water retention. I just wanted to yeah. I just wanted to uh, know though, what, what you know, let's get it let's get it realistic. I want to see this. that. Okay, well we can set big that long up line. another time. Good. Big long line down the river, lifting dogs. Dog lifting. Yeah. Right, carry on. Okay. So, the creature had a salamander-like head with nine holes on each side and it was extremely aggressive with sharp teeth and it was said to secrete a sticky substance. At this point, an old man passed by to whom John exclaimed that he had caught a demon uh, and he intended to throw it back into the river. The old man crossed himself upon catching sight of the beast and warned John that a great misfortune would befall him if he threw the monster back into the river. John didn't heed the old man's warning and back into the river goes the worm. So it's to the point like it's so long ago they're not even that shocked. This mate mate walking by is not even that shocked here. Demon is it? Caught one of them oh, one year yeah, myself. Definitely. Back, you well, know, it, a demon. It was normal back then, That's wasn't what I'm it? Saying, so like not, superstitious. Yeah, yeah. Just like it's probably not even that shocking. Shoot the superstitious Rather time. Than, scientifically, let's grab it and take it back. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a deep oh, you curse now, love. Son, done it now. Sonny Jim, I don't want love. <laughs> you done it. Um, okay, so John grew older and he forgot all about the creature, eventually going off to fight in the Crusades. After a time, the villagers noticed that livestock were going missing, and after a search party went off after the missing animals, they discovered that the worm, now fully grown, had emerged from the river and coiled itself around a local hill. So earlier versions uh, put that as Worm Hill in Fatfield. However, in the uh, later song that was made about the worm, uh, the hill is Penshaw Hill. So, the, so they're just assuming that all of a sudden. So, really, this is a different story because it might not even be the same worm. It could be some other sort of parasite yeah. sort of thing. They don't know that, but they're just putting that together. Yeah. Okay, so this is like twenty years later, thirty years later. 
Oh yeah, well, I don't know if it's quite. I don't know if it's quite that long ago. No, I'm, I'm going to say like maybe ten years ish. Ten years at the most. Okay. So, but then there's this other thing now. So they're finding like cattle and and whatnot being slaughtered, killed. Yeah. So they blame it on this big worm. Have they seen this big worm slug itself all over to this cattle? No, not yet. Not, <laughs> not yet. Well, no, stuff's just going missing, you know. Okay. So kind of like, where's this going when they investigate? Could be aliens. It could be. That's the thing. Have they had their anus lasered out? <laughs> some reasons I don't sometimes I don't expect so I was about to say I don't really expect that coming from you but yes I would ridiculous Laser, been together lasering. four years now how can you not expect me to ask if something's had its anus lasered out I That's guess not ridiculous okay so so this could be another creature but they're just assuming because it's in the same vicinity it's yeah, the, and, and I guess I suppose they're right, and it's full grown, so it's gone back to wherever it has supposed whatever years and carried on eating. But why now is it eating the cattle? What's it been eating before then? I don't know. To get so big. Well, I'm just getting the facts from the story, and I don't know. It's Maybe real. it's been eating stuff like that, but they just haven't noticed. You know, maybe okay. you lose. Maybe like, it got to the point it like, eating most of the forest stuff or whatever. Yeah, it is, and it's got um, to go further afield because it's getting obviously it's growing up. You know, maybe it's not eating as much then as it is now and maybe you have like a certain amount of livestock loss cows falling in the river and shit you know and you never find them so maybe they just hadn't really noticed until now when it's got really big and it's probably eating loads of shit yeah okay that that's valid i like that Mm. all right so we're going with this is a real thing but i just wanted to you know yeah okay all right uh okay so the worm terrorised nearby villages, eating sheep, preventing cows from producing milk and snatching small children, making its way to Lambton Castle, where John Lambton's ageing father managed to placate the beast by giving it 20 gallons of milk from his nine best cows on a daily basis. OK. So, 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 so this beast is now... So everyone's acknowledged it because they've seen this beast slowly going through whatever. Yeah. But they can't do anything about it. So they're like, right, we're here. We feed you milk yeah. every day. Yeah. Like you're our pet cat. Yeah. Right, OK. <laughs> a number of villagers were sent to slay the beast, but they all failed. Uh, when a chunk was cut from the worm, it would simply reattach itself. Whoa! Visiting knights also tried, but none survived. After seven years, John returned from battle to find his father's estate almost destitute because of the worm. John decided something must be done to stop it. What was the worm doing to his dad's house? Well, I suppose it's just fucking wrecking shit, isn't it? Like okay. I was saying, it used to when people used to come and try and fight it, it used to uproot trees with its tail and like swish the trees round and stuff. So it's probably swinging trees round, knocking seven bells out of his castle. It's making me think of that movie Sliver. Yeah, yeah that's such a good bigger, film and oh, well, that's, and great. Like that. that's what I'm thinking I love it when they go to see that woman and she's in the barn and she's super fat aren't she? and then she yeah. just bursts and loads of fucking little bugs come out yeah. oh, gross, so good uh, ok so John decided something must be done to stop it and he went to consult with the local wise woman or witch Uh, The witch told him he must fight the worm wearing armour covered in spearheads in the river where the beast was first caught. 
She also told him that after the kill after killing the worm, he must kill the first living thing that he sees, or else his family will be cursed for nine generations. Okay. So John prepared his armour according to the witch's instructions and arranged with his father that when he has killed the worm, he'll sound his hunting horn three times, signalling to his father to release his favourite dog, who would run to John, who would then kill it, thus avoiding the family curse. John and the worm fought by the river. The worm attempted to kill John by coiling around him, but it cut itself into pieces on the spikes of his armour. That's given us an indication of how big it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be super big. Like I said yeah. earlier, coiled around a hill. Yeah, so. but I'm in my head going, like, super big bus size, but it's not. It's curled around him. It's yeah. got to be, like, we're thinking, like, it's a, a, a gi- Giant snake, anaconda-y type situation. yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but it cut itself into pieces on the spikes of his armour and the pieces of the worm fell into the river and were washed away before they could rejoin. John triumphantly blew his horn three times. However, his father was so excited that his son had won the fight, he totally forgot about the agreement and rushed to the river to meet his son. John refused to kill his father and nine generations of the Lampton family were apparently cursed. What? his father oh, I missed a bit what uh, because his dad was supposed to let the dog out wasn't he when he killed the worm because he's got to kill the first living thing that he sees after killing the worm that's what the witch told him so he organised right. with his dad to let the dog out so he was going to kill the dog dad, but, he refused but his dad ran to see him because he was so excited but he refused to kill him so they got the curse apparently why has he got to kill the first person he sees after the worm? What's that got to do? I don't know. Well, why that's, not? Why don't you know? Ask the witch. Well, I can't. Well, just take it that that's just, that well, then. It's just a bit of a sucky <laughs> thing. It's like, great, kill the worm, but you're going to then have to kill the next thing you see. And I'm mm. like, why? Because. Why? Because I say so. Yeah, I don't know. The Maybe it's to, to... Yeah, well, you know. I don't know what that could mean and be for what reason. I don't know. What did the worm's powers have that well, had to I be think, that to like I nail think, on their coffin, as I was I think the worm was the curse originally. So then the curse is out there. So then it's you have still, to then make another sacrifice. Yeah, to let I think curse, that's which is to out kind of around you. yeah to satisfy the the pending curse. So you're not stopping the curse by killing someone else, right? No, you are. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 no, you're not because you he hasn't killed someone else. He hasn't killed his dad. No, so but if he had a killed his dad, yeah. yeah no, but I'm saying okay. He hasn't, he hasn't the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he hasn't stopped it. Personally, I don't think this is particularly a curse. Uh, first generation of the Lampton family, Robert Lampton drowned at somewhere called New Rig. I don't know where that is. Uh, the second generation, Sir William Lampton, he was killed at the Battle of Marston Moor. These are just deaths, fighting, like yeah. of course it's expected. Third generation, that guy's son, also William Lampton, he was killed at the Battle of Wakefield. So, so it's another bullshitter. fight. Uh, in the ninth generation, Henry Lampton died in his carriage crossing the Lampton Bridge in 1761. This is the thing. So though. like. If you wanted really? to look for something superstitious in, or weird in anything, if you look hot enough and let your imagination go, yeah, you, you can, can see that. apply it to anything, can't anything. you? Really, absolutely. Any situation, visually in the woods, oh, I think I see something over there. What if it's that? Oh, I think it is. Oh, I heard something. I heard something. Yeah. 
not even visually but then everything else yeah yeah, oh, yeah okay so um, no I don't think that's a curse the witch is just talking bullshit <laughs> don't let bored? her hear you saying that She's dead. It turned into a bloody toad, mate. You'll kiss me and I'll turn into a prince. Oh. <laughs> prince Gavi. Oh. <laughs> I think she's talking rubbish. Okay. So I don't even know why she's got involved in it, actually. She's just bored and wants a bit of drama. Yeah, but she did tell him how to kill it. At least he managed to kill the worm. Yeah, I guess. What, from, like, it being sliced up from yeah. his arm? Well, he didn't do it. It accidentally happened. Well, no, because otherwise he wouldn't have put spearheads in his armour to go and fight the worm, would True, he? Okay. So he wouldn't, okay. have, wouldn't have done it. Okay. No. Okay, so there you go. Uh, so, yeah, was the legend a cautionary tale about going to church or, or did it really happen, you know? Or? I think they, they spun it yeah. as a, to, to turn it into a cautionary tale. I reckon, yeah, I reckon absolutely there was a dude fishing who actually probably caught something which was a bit fucking weird like what the fuck is that but it's probably like an eel yeah totally I think it would be an eel and he just had not seen an eel before mm. you know it's very early because they look ago. pretty you weird you not open a book are you or yeah. you know, if, you, if you you might not have travelled far from where you live because of travelling situation yeah so yeah it probably like an eel managed to get in there or something and it mm. did it so then someone walked by and said oh obviously a demon because anything yeah. else which is weird and we don't understand we class a demon and say oh be damned yeah so I think that's probably what's going on there. Yeah. I think the church has probably gone and then fucking spun it. Yeah. And I reckon it was a really good campfire story. Mm. But I think that's what it is. But then later on, then that's the that's the question later on. Yeah. What is the sacrifice? Um, what is slaughtering, eating cattle, etc.? And but that could just be a wolf came into the area or something. Yeah. Just at that time, but they're saying that they saw this thing and it was crawling yeah. up there, and they ended up treating it like a little animal and giving it milk every day. Yeah. And they would just come up and say, "Oh, can I have my milk now, please?" You know. <laughs> we'll see you later. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a little bit far-fetched. Yeah. And it, they're saying they also we're saying like it's an anaconda sort of sized eel or worm or whatever it was that comes up and drinks milk. Was it drink milk? Mm. I don't think it's drink milk. Yeah. You know, it's a bit weird. I won't do that sound again. <laughs> okay, so there is a possible connection between John Lampton, the Lampton worm, and a similar story of the dragon of Rhodes mm. in Greece. Dragon, like, like where we're going. Okay, so John Lambton, while fighting in the Crusades, had joined the Order of the Knights of Rhodes, who were founded in the 1300s eventually settling in Rhodes and gaining their name around 1309. A few years after the Knights had been founded, Rhodes was ravaged by an enormous creature living in a swamp at the foot of Mount St Stephen, about two miles outside Rhodes. It devoured sheep and cattle when they came to water to drink, and even young shepherd boys went missing. Known locally as a dragon, it has been suggested that a snake or crocodile may have been brought over by storms or currents from Africa. Um, several brave knights had tried and failed to kill the creature, it being said to be covered in impenetrable scales, until one ballsy French knight who brought with him two mastiffs he had specially trained succeeded in killing the beast and decapitated it. It's probably a Komodo dragon. Yeah. And again, they just haven't seen anything like it. Yeah. 
that's absolutely what that is. Yeah. What did they think? Was that a connection with the worm? They thought that that's uh, because John Lampton was yeah. in the Knights of Rhodes, yeah, and yeah. that's where that story comes from. Oh, that was the only connection. Yeah. So it was, okay. That's the Asakamoto dragon. Debunked. I don't want to be a Mr. Debunker today. <laughs> No, I think all these stories are quite easily explainable given the time, the superstitions, you know, the fact, like you're saying, they haven't really seen many animals. That's it. They can't really classify. How many you know, stories, kind of if you think about it, how many stories actually uh, come from originally uh, just just from the matter of time and place, like you yeah. say? And then over the years you know one story after a story and just changing things as they go I didn't yeah. hear you properly then go and change that story saying cows and and we then it goes into our like fodder our canon of uh, uh, weird and things which oh, apparently there was this yeah interesting really yeah especially definitely. how scared they were of because religion obviously they um God and etc. was very, very, very more highly believed as you know, it wasn't so much you didn't have anything else, you didn't have social media. Yeah, it was kind of unquestioned. It was, yeah, it yeah. was what it was. It is, you were born to that and you know, religion. Yeah, so interesting that then when it's like you've been bad or naughty or a demon's going to get you type thing or something like that, and mm. like there's things out there blah, 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 to keep you on the right track, etc. Yeah, et the Ten Commandments sort of thing, you know. Yeah, interesting, really, if you think about that. Yeah. You know, how things then change yeah yeah and worms and stuff like that and snakes you know I think they've always been associated with evil haven't they from an organised religion point of view as well it always has like bats spiders yeah especially snakes like snake in the garden of Eden you know tempted Eve and that kind of stuff and snake low to the ground and closer to the devil that kind of stuff you know snake's a great example it's probably the first one because if someone's like something you say oh he's a bit of a snake or she's a bit of a snake or something yeah and it's yeah, putting across the snakes. All right, snakes just doing a snakey thing. Yeah, they're cool. You know, it's like playing snake and Nokia phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, cool. But you're right though. Uh, the, things like that word, then like spiders, snakes. Yeah. All put across as like horrible, demonized, especially if they're dark, darker as well. Like it's evil, black, dark, evil, yeah. black magic, etc., etc. Really fascinating, really, when you start diving into that and think about it. Okay, sorry. All right. Okay, so we've got a little bit about the sock burn worm now. The sock burn. So we've pretty much finished with the lantern worm. Yeah. We're, we're sort of saying it's probably not. Uh, yeah, I think it, it was. I think there was, was might have been something. I think if it was anything, it was more than likely an eel because mm. they can go like on land and in water, can't they as well, and get pretty big and yeah. like. So, so I don't know if it happened quite like it did in the story, but I do think the church have probably got hold of that and been so like, ah, oh, nice, you know. But what in the, the cattle thing? No, not because it could be anything else. Mm. No. And know, then they say that the, storytelling, the, the, and it? then the rest of that is definitely storytelling. The whole giving it some milk, yeah, and it's just like, well, that's just going a little bit far fetched. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So off that. So what is this one? Sorry. Uh, okay, so the sock burn worms. So these were all like around similar time as well, and around the similar area. Cockburn worm. Sock burn. Oh, sock burn. Uh, in the folklore of Northumbria, the Sockburn worm was a ferocious wyvern, which is a two-legged dragon. 
uh, that laid waste to the village of Sockburn in Durham. So it's really close. Right. Um, it was said that the beast was finally finally killed by John Conyers. Uh, the tale is said by many to be the inspiration for Lewis Carroll's poem Jabberwocky. Oh, okay. I don't really know the poem. I've not seen the movie. Do you yet, not? Ah, no. oh, it's such a good poem. Right. I used to love that poem at school. I've not seen really the film good. Either. Oh, really? The yeah. Monty Python one. Terry Gilliam. No. Super good. Oh. I've not seen much Terry Gilliam movies. Okay. Yeah, they're really good. They're super weird. You might like them. Yeah. I'd be happy to watch Jabberwocky with you. Okay. Really good. Um, the Linton Worm is a mythical beast referred to in a Scottish borders legend dating back to the 12th century. A writer at the time believed it to be in length three Scots yards and bigger than an ordinary man's leg, <laughs> which is great measurement. Love it. Almost as good as your wet dogs. The monster lived in a hollow on the northeast side of Linton Hill, a spot still known as the Worm's Den at Linton, Roxburgh. Roxburghshire on the Scottish borders, emerging from its lair at dusk to ravage the countryside, eating crops, livestock and people. It proved invulnerable to the weapons used against it and the surrounding countryside was ruined by the beast. The news reached the Laird of Lariston, who was a man of reckless courage and was in the area at the time. Observing the beast himself, he saw the creature would open its mouth wide to swallow anything in its path, but when faced with something too large, it would remain still with its mouth open. He went to a local bladesmith and had him forge an iron-covered spear which could impale a hunk of peat dipped in tar and brimstone, and the end, he practised riding with the burning spear to get his horse used to the smoke. He approached the worm's lair with his servant at dawn. He knew that sitting on his horse he would be too large for the creature to swallow and when it emerged from the hollow he attacked the creature, plunging the burning lance down its throat. It retreated to its lair to die, its thrashing tail bringing down the mountain and burying it forever. Oh, that's, that's good, isn't it? Convenient. Really, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, got another bit about... Yeah. What about that one? No, not about that. That's that. Okay, so what do you think dead. about that one then? I love the fact. I don't that know. Like, I love the fact that there's like a training montage. Yeah, definitely. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I'm making yeah. spears and training montage. Yeah, it's kind of like the bit on uh, Army of Darkness where he's getting yeah, ready yeah, yeah. to go and get the book. Yeah. Uh, making him a special glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really interesting. Then goes over his servant. Poor servant is like, what am I going to oh, no. do? Then? What, He's I, like, I'm for fuck's on, sake! I'm on the floor. What, 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 where's my yeah, horse? You get a donkey roped into this shit. Here's a donkey. And yeah, that's that's a good good then really, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the, the worm took it, the mountain down. Says, oh yeah, go on. Okay, fine. Okay, but interesting. So, yeah, again, I don't still, know. Though. I don't know what that could be. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I don't believe it, actually happened, yeah. but I like it. Yeah. We've got Mongolian death worms now. Those are out the out of the UK now. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so apparently... That'd make it's a good band name. What, Mongolian death worm? It yeah. would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, that'd be really cool. Uh, so it's a creature alleged to exist in the Gobi Desert. The creature first came to Western attention due to American paleontologists paleontologist Roy Chapman Andrews his 1906 book On the Trail of Ancient Man 
In it, he described second-hand tales of the monster that he had heard at a gathering of Mongolian officials. He said, None present had actually seen the creature, but they all firmly believed in its existence and could describe it minutely. Also in his book, Andrews recounts a description of the worm given by Mongolian President Damdin Bazaar, who in 1922 said, It is shaped like a sausage, about two feet long, has no head nor leg, and it is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. It lives in the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert. There have been quite a few investigations to try and find the worm, but all have come back empty-handed so far. Oh. Okay. I thought it was going to be more proof of being in the Mongolian death worm. No, no one's found one yet. Oh. I was hoping someone was going to find one. Maybe we should go and have a look. Yeah, the, the, the poison sausage. High strangeness on the trail of the poison sausage. <laughs> Spooky quack and bush and charming taters. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new name. It is. IW charming taters. Yeah. My potato <laughs> version of Chanham Tatum. Right. Yep. Let's, let's carry on then. I like, uh, that one's uh, that's all right. I think the band name's better. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, that would be a rocking, rocking band name. I would listen to them. Got to be some serious Cannibal Corpse yeah. stuff. That's it. Oh, that's it. That's your lot. Sorry. That's all one. the worms you're getting for today. All right. It's Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. I'm not being greedy. Hungry for the worm. Do you like worms? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of earthworms. I do like snakes. I don't like eels. I definitely don't like eels. They give me the creeps. Uh, don't know. I suppose dragons are pretty cool. It's not a worm, though, is it? Well, it is in the old English just, way. Just worms, garden worms. Garden worms. No, I don't like... No, I'm not a big fan of earthworms. They're Birds all like, like them, don't they? They're not they, yeah. So what we need, basically, is a huge bird. No, I'm not trying to be wormist. All those worms. All mm. those worms you talked about. A huge bird could have come down and got them. Giant, like a big pterodactyl. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. I like pterodactyls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a thunderbird. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. Yeah. But, yeah. That would have been a way to do it. Yes. Giant bird. There giant you go. Well High strangeness says... Yeah. <laughs> Phone the giant bird up. Get it over. Let's just make our own folklore. Okay. The giant worm, but then the giant bird came and got the giant worm. That's not a very good story, though, is it? It doesn't pull you in. No, I suppose not, really. <laughs> Unless they went hunting for the giant bird and got giant eggs and made big, massive scrambled eggs for everyone. Oh. <laughs> that was a short one today, it ladies was. and gentlemen, wasn't it? I've got some movie suggestions though, because we haven't done movie things we for a while, have we? Yeah, with rubbish. Because there is always links to movies from most of the things. We yeah, talk definitely. About. And us being um, film nerds not, as well, you'd think we'd be all over that shit, but we keep forgetting to do it. So this time I was like, right. But if there has been occasionally the ones where we talked about stuff, I'd be like, that would make such a good movie. Yeah. Like the old story, like, fuck, that'd be wild. I remember good. you like that one about the house we did that time in the stalking episode, didn't you? Where yeah, someone was watching, really the, watching the house and, the and they were like, yeah, we had to pass house. it over and we're always yeah, watching, watching and 
I thought it was really good. Oh, yeah, you know, it was good even score call it, we're, always, we're always watching. Yeah, you know, that's really good. Um, but yeah, um, uh, there, there is movies ideas. Okay, so um, I'm gonna thank Dave for the episode again. Thank you very much, Dave, for yeah. the, uh, the suggestion. I enjoyed that. I don't know where he came from, or what his knowledge is on it. I have to ask him next time. Was him? Yeah, and if you want to watch some wormy films, yeah, so uh, got? I've got obviously got Lair of the White Worm, which was fun, which was really good. It's such a good movie. It's been one of my favourite since I was very a kid. Very British, very uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant's first film, I think. Yes. He was a lord of a manor, but he's like 28 mm. or something, you know. And, uh, and um, Fingy Jiggy. He was in With Now and I. That is Hugh Grant, isn't it? No, Hugh Grant and um, there's the other dudes in it as well. Oh, no, it wasn't, no. was it? No, sorry. Putting me off there. I was sorry. like, Richard E. Grant. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Hugh Grant, he's what? not in it though, is he? No. No, okay, fine. Uh, Beetlejuice as well. We've got Sam Worms in Beetlejuice. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 June. Oh, June. You got, I haven't got that one. Uh, I've got Tremors as well. Tremors, great movie. That's got some. Big Which is and classic. Is, we a, rewatched think, that, didn't we, not long ago? Yeah, that was Such fun. a good film. Oh, and then I went through watching Notum. I watched two, three. Didn't we watch like number we watched, five or we watched something? Number seven. Okay. The last one just came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right. It was better, a lot better, sort of made, and it kept us entertained. It was actually, all right, actually. It? I wouldn't yeah. say that was terrible, but no, yeah. No. But the original, nothing can beat that. We watched that as well. And it was so good. I think when you talk about the Lampton Worm, I think I was thinking of like the Tremors Worms. Yeah. Mm. Uh, another one, when you talk about it, I was thinking of um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, or was it Star Wars? Oh, oh there's back. one of them, isn't there? The worm in the. They don't know they're in the worm. Yeah. And then Han Solo. Millennium Falcon that tries to get it comes out. Yeah. I was thinking of that okay. big worm. And that's so big, you don't even know you're inside yeah. it. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Can you think of any more wormy films? Obviously, Slither, I suppose. Yeah, but like it's not very wormy, is it's it? Not really, yeah. no. There's a few of those sort of 80s sort of creature features, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, we watched Frogs recently, that was good. Yeah, it was all right. I like that. Um, right, well, that's that then, isn't it? That's that. Actually, a lot. That's a real short one today, guys. Um, um, so, next time, my dear. Yes, next time on episode 45. Next time, Gadget. Ah, next time, Gadget. Uh, we're going to be looking at Family Annihilators. Yeah, this was my uh, choice. Well, well, uh, one particular case was my choice because yeah. I just find it fascinating and that is Chris Watts and everybody knows of Chris Watts yeah uh, Netflix a very very well done Netflix documentary made up of just footage of CCTV police yeah. camp footage all put together from a filmmaking editing point of view I found that very fascinating yeah the way that was made I yeah it was really I've good it. I watched it again not long ago really okay. find that really interesting and that whole story I find Fascinating mm. that whole case, and that's what I want to do because I really want to talk about it. Obviously, that case most people know, so um, we're not going to be bringing more to it. Uh, the only things we can bring is our opinions and thoughts on on that. But that can also apply to the other family nightlights because it's the same well, yeah, situation. It's, it's not going to be just that case anyway. You know, no. there's going to be others. I've got some more on it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be. If we wanted to, we could just do a whole podcast on family. Oh yeah, there was so it's many. Never when stop I just, and it's always going to keep going. I just it? had a look, yeah, and for this little bit, you know, yeah. there's so many of them. Yeah, so obviously, unfortunately and sadly, yeah, obviously it is what it sounds like. Uh, they're people who kill the majority of or all of their family members, and often it's in response to financial, professional, or relationship stress. 
So yeah, we're going to be covering obviously Chris Watts, uh, John List, James Rupert, Ronald Gene Simmons, Marcus Wesson, and there'll probably be some more if I can get the time. Yeah, so yeah, there's quite a few. Cases, so we'll so, yeah. be able to look and see, you know, what Patterns. what kind of factors, yeah, the factors that are kind of making people flip. You know, I think a lot of the time it is to do with money and stuff. I, like with John List as well, I know he lost his job. Uh, his wife was really financially demanding. He had his mum living with him as well, you know, and he just didn't, didn't want to lose face in that situation and kind of acquiesce and go right let's move to a smaller house you know and do that he actually just decided to kill his family and he got away with that for about 25 years i think until he was finally arrested but he literally told his family he was going to do it as well kind of told his kids that he was going to kill them so it's it's really terrifying it's really scary Mm -hmm. so that's so yeah, we'll be getting back into the murder next time. Yeah, back into real life killings and not mm. worms. Mm. Um, even though they all snakes themselves. That was good though. I enjoyed doing like a little, a little offshoot. Yeah, a little legendy myth type episode. Mm. That was yeah, cool. no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah we've got it's a few nice more of those up. coming up as well. Yeah, yeah, we've got some other bits and bobs like this. Yeah. Just, uh, little mini episode type things. Uh, next one obviously is going to be a larger episode. And I'm researching an episode at the moment. You are. You're doing a work, aren't you? I'm doing an episode coming up soon. And um, I don't mind saying that now what that is. Um, I'm just going to be covering UFOs and aliens and the whole thing. And obviously, as you can imagine, that's a big one. That's what she said. That's what the vicar said. I probably didn't actually. Oh. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So uh, that's 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 a fun one. That I'm sort of delving into a little bit. Yeah, that's it's going to be good. One. And I'm going to be hosting that show. Yeah. It's going to be all on I've you. I've got your mic and you've got mine. For oh, I'm crying. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Yes. Uh, thank you for the suggestions. Please keep giving them in. Yeah, thank you feel for free. everyone who messages it in and tell us how great we are. Yes. Which is very nice. Thank you very kindly. Um, that sounds really egotistical. We're not. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> if you do appreciate the show, please tell tell your buddy. Yeah, your spread mate. us around and go and give us a vote on Spotify <laughs> if you can. Us about, spread boys. us about. <laughs> like butter. Yeah, go and give us a vote. Give us some stars over on Spotify if a you're so review. inclined. You've got a spare 10 seconds or so just to click on that because it all helps. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yep. Uh, just before we go, very quickly, you, dearest, you, you do stuff with your hands. I do. And I knitting do. I watch it. It's crochet and it's hooks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get them to mixed up they'll be up raw uh, no, you we crochet, don't like it you crochet stuff you've probably still done that little discount for the uh, no I haven't because I'm bloody out. useless aren't I um, but, but you yeah make come stuff over and, and look at me crochet if you want me woolly weirdness you make anything yeah and suggestions anything. and commissions always welcome and you can find me on the social medias at Fox's Fantastic Fabrications and I'm on Etsy at Fox's Fabrications 79 and you can message me through any of those things and I'm on Baphomet as well, which I think is also Fox's Fabrications. Cool. Um, Deadboltfilms.com. Uh, it's my little filmmaking yeah. buddies and stuff. We've just filmed a short film, a seance tape. Can't mm. wait to see that. It's going to look well good. Mm. And we're prepping a new little uh, fun thing, which I can't talk about just yet. But I will do it at the time, because it probably it doesn't matter. I don't have to hide this one away. Um, but that's a little fan, fan film we're doing, which is, uh, yeah. Um but yes, we're doing stuff, so do come check it out. Anyway, stay safe. Yeah. Lock those doors and windows. Be nice to each other. Lock the uh, cat flaps. 
because worms could get in. Oh, there's a thought. Imagine they come up your plug hole, put your plugs in. (laughs) (laughs) Put your plugs in. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, good night. Don't let any worms up your plug holes. Yes. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.